what's going on kings and queens it's your host gold chain diva and welcome back to the fifth episode of the sauce worthy podcast last week we wrapped up a three-part series of what i like to call let's talk about sex but this week i'm going to jump into a lighter topic and we're going to talk about the topic of no new friends I do want to give you all a spoiler alert early because this episode will have some details about the Power Book Ghost series. I'm going to intertwine that and relate it to friendships. Um, So I do want to give you all a spoiler alert. So if you have not finished the Power Book series, I would encourage you to not listen to this until you have. But before we jump into the topic of discussion this evening, which I said is no new friends, Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at goldchain underscore 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 diva. And then also make sure that you are following the Sauceworthy discussion board on Facebook so that you're up to date on every topic that we're going to discuss, as well as get opportunities to be a part of the episodes and discussions that we will have going on in the future. Before we get into the topic of discussion for tonight, I want to switch up the vibe a little bit and start off with a segment I introduced in the last show called Hot Sauce. In this segment, we will discuss all things hot. You know, the juicy stuff. So in case you had a long week at work and you missed it on the blogs, you'll hear it first here. Let's go. It's a great day in history and the day couldn't come any sooner. The inauguration of the next president of the United States, Joe Biden, and Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, who is making history as the first female vice president. A lot has happened today in the inauguration so far. We had Lady Gaga sing the Star Spangled Banner. And she did an amazing job, if I might add. Then we had J-Lo sing a number. And then I think the highlight for me was former President of the United States, Barack Obama, and our favorite First Lady, Michelle Obama, showed up in Z-formation style. I mean, they showed up to slay and not to play, okay? Speaking of inauguration, and Lordy, I don't even know how I almost let this slip my mind. But before our gangster of an ex-president, President Trump, left the office of the White House, he did a little bit of charity work by pardoning a list of 140 people before he left the White House premises. Amongst those people were top-selling rap artist Lil Wayne and then also one of the most supported rappers, mumble rappers, Kodak Black. Now, a lot of you all may be saying, Lil Wayne, we didn't even know that he was in jail or even expected to go to jail. Well, a couple of weeks ago, maybe even a month or so ago now, Lil Wayne was found on charges for being a felon in possession of a firearm. He was looking at about 10 years on his sentence and our president 
our ex-president, Donald Trump, saw it fit to pardon him. He also pardoned mumble rapper Kodak Black, who was in jail serving a three-year term for falsifying documents at a firearm store in his hometown, Miami, Florida. To be honest with y'all, he could have stayed his behind right where he was at. I mean, he was canceled, what, a couple years ago when he said he didn't like black women. That's just me personally. I'm not one of them people that cancel somebody and then come back a week later and support them. No, bro, you're canceled. Sorry. But that's not even the crazy part about the whole situation. So in this list of people who got pardoned by our ex-president, it gives you a list of people who backed up this pardon being official. On the list of people who backed up Kodak Black's release was Gucci Man, Lil Pump, Lil Yachty, just to name a few. I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound like a credible group to me. That's just me being honest. Um... I don't even know what the thought process was behind letting that man go. I really don't know. But to all his fans, I guess this is a win for y'all. So congratulations. Now, the funny thing about the whole partnering situation was 140 people. But I can tell you who wasn't on that list. Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. Apparently, he was wait. He had his entourage waiting with a limo, you know, for hours. I mean, I think it was like upwards to like fourteen hours that they were waiting, expecting him to be released, and then boom, bust his bubble. He is not released, so the Tiger King is still behind bars, guys. Now I'm getting ready to take y'all down memory lane a little bit. So I know you all watched the show growing up called Saved by the Bell. And I hope you remember the Screech character, a.k.a. Dustin Diamond. Sadly, I found out this week that Dustin was hospitalized and he has been diagnosed with cancer. So prayers go up to his family. He's definitely made a, a lasting impact on the entertainment business. And we definitely hope for a speedy recovery for him. That brings us to the end of this week's hot sauce segment. So y'all still believe that y'all ex-president wasn't a gangster? Or And that's all I have to say about that. See y'all next week. Alright guys, I hope you all enjoyed the hot sauce segment. So now we're going to jump into the topic that you all are awaiting, which is No New Friends. And I know you know the song by Drake, No New Friends, No New Friends, No No New. That was a jam back, you know, a couple years ago. We was all singing that with our crew at the club. But I'm here to tell you that the people that you associate yourself with and hold on to so tight, and you don't want to let them go, could they be holding you back? I don't know. You have to answer that question. But what I can tell you is I had to go through the weeding out process myself. I decided to make this topic the topic of discussion for this week because I was talking to one of my friends who also is a a people person. So she has several 
friend groups. And she was telling me some information, you know, that she was dealing with one of her friends with a, you know, sensitive situation. And that she was feeling underappreciated for all that she had done for this person. And I started to think to myself, hmm, it might be time to let some people go. Um, I'd say at the beginning of 2020, 2020, it's so crazy because 2020 was like the longest, fast year of my life. And I'm like, almost like thinking to myself, like, dang, that was a whole year ago. But anyway, so the beginning of 2020, um, around, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, I had started dating somebody and, you know, even though the relationship wasn't something that would last between the two of us, you know, for multiple reasons, I will say he did help me realize a lot about myself. And one of the things that he helped me realize was how in certain aspects of my own life, I wasn't appreciated by the people that were around me. And I had to re reevaluate some things. So for me personally, you know, the only resolution that I have for 2021 is just to set healthy boundaries with people. Um, so, you know, with all that being said, you know, I had to evaluate the connections to me. And I even went through a period of time, you know, learning that some of the people that were very, very, very close to me, you know, were kind of walking on eggshells to protect my feelings. And I just kind of started feeling lied to because, you know, here this new person is that I've only known for what a couple of months at this point is being honest and real with me and like, you know, just giving it to me straight, no chaser. And then all these people that are around me, you know, see these flaws in, you know, my personality or whatever the case may be, or seeing these flaws with people that I keep around me or, you know, anything. And they're just like walking on eggshells and just telling me what I want to hear. And, you know, honestly, as hard as it is for me to take criticism and feedback sometimes, I really don't want a yes man in my life. So, um, you know, with that being said, like I said, you know, I had this discussion with my friend. She was telling me that she felt underappreciated. And so, you know, I really wanted to have this discussion and really pose that question to you all. Is your circle holding you back? I know we all have saw the meme on Instagram circulating around, you know, saying, well, if your friends aren't talking about investments, purchasing homes, you know, spiritual growth or whatever it may be, then you need to reevaluate your circle. And I will say that's true to an extent. But most importantly, I want to say that, you know, I believe that, you know, if you do have a tight knit circle who really is a support system for you and has your back, I do believe that there's room for growth. Um, so this year, personally, you know, with my friend group, we've been friends for over 10 years. Um, we kind of identified those those traits in our relationship where we kind of felt like, you know, in some regards, we're holding each other back and we're not pushing each other to that next level. Um, so I do believe that every group of friends, you know, does deserve a period where, you know, you all really just kind of take the training wheels off and really force each other to grow up. Because I do think that, you know, when you are friends with people for 10 or more years and you kind of grow up with these people, you know, it's very hard to, you know, kind of deal and see them as their adult selves that they, you know, that they matured into. 
Um, so I do, you know, think that, you know, we kind of enable each other, our fringe groups sometimes um, just saying, oh, that's just such and such. That's just how they are. Um, but I just want to encourage us to, you know, really try to have better relationships with our friends and kind of weed out the people who aren't for us. Because realistically, everybody isn't your friend. So to piggyback off of what I was just talking about, you know, when you begin to change and mature and grow into a new person, you know, it's very hard for people to see you as the new you. Um, And I do believe, you know, that's hard because we learn people, you know, for who they were when we met them. And it's very hard for us to wrap our minds around them changing in the years that we have known them. Um, So we just learn to deal with each other. Um, But I think the major key in, you know, growing healthier relationships and longer relationships with your friends is really just, you know, learning your friends for who they are at multiple increments of time. Um, realistically, you know, we expect people to say the same, but people, you know, some people say the same, some people are complacent and, you know, don't really want any growth, but, you know, for the most part as a people, we all aspire to grow in several ways. So I think that it's important to really evaluate the people around you and see how they're moving forward and base, you know, your relationship off of who they are arriving as in that moment. I think that, you know, the friends that are able to accept your change, those are the ones who should be your friends. Um, You know, the ones that, you know, make you feel bad for changing, those are the ones who are probably leeches. Those are probably the ones who are sucking your energy dry. And those are the ones that you probably need to reevaluate your relationship with. Like, boom, just to jump into power really quickly, because I did say this was going to be a discussion where I kind of, you know, intertwine power references because I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I was a diehard Empire fan. But once I really had the time to sit down and watch power in its entirety and now to watch Power Book Ghost, I'm like hooked completely so anyway like i said the ones who can't accept your change so let's break this down in you know the first the power you know the first power um we see that ghost wanted to change he wanted he didn't he no longer wanted the hood life he no longer wanted to be a drug dealer he wanted to change and leave that life behind him but what did tosha do his quote-unquote best friend slash wife slash baby mom she forced him to be something that he wasn't because she wasn't okay with the person that he was changing into. So just to paint that picture for you, how, you know, to recognize this in your day-to-day life. Then if we want to go a step further, you know, with loyalty, you know, Tommy was very loyal to Ghost. And I'm not even going to lie to y'all. In Power Book, I was hyped when Tommy came back on the screen. Like, I lied to you not. When he came in there, guns blazing, I'm like, yes! Like, when I saw that blue, what is it, a Corvette or whatever it is? I don't know what kind of car it is. But you know Tommy's car when it pulls up. And when I saw that car, I was like, yes! Like, I knew Tommy was coming back because of the memes. You know, a couple people had messed it up for me. But when I saw him come back, I was really, really hyped. Anyway, I digress. So, you know, let's speak about Tommy. 
Tommy, you know, saw what Ghost was trying to change into. And he may not 100% agreed with it, but he supported it. He was going to, you know, take over the business and kind of just let him bow out and do his thing for real. You know, that's just what it was. Um, so I say that to say that, you know, Tommy in the, in the new power book ended up being very, very loyal to Ghost even in his death because he said that he had promised Ghost that he would not kill Tariq. And he honored that promise because, I mean, he had ample opportunity to commit to Tariq. But instead of doing that, you know, he decided to pardon him and let him keep his life. <laughs> but what he said was, your mom is not off the table. So, you know, it was very interesting, honestly, like just to kind of go off on a tangent for a second. It was very interesting to see how much Tariq ended up being like his dad. And, you know... He fought it so much, like, in the seasons prior. Like, he he really didn't want to be anything like his father. But, I mean, I think through the process of growing up and maturing and, like, using those tools that his father gave him, he realized why his father had to move and do the things that he had to do. So, you know, it, it just was an interesting show, to be honest. Then... You know, just to break it down further, because it's a lot going on with relationships in this power book series. Um, you know, Tariq now befriends, you know, the Tejada family, you know, no new friends. Like, mm, I don't know. I'm still on the edge about that. You know, they had his back a little bit, you know, she kind of turned on her own son for him a little bit. But I don't know. Did, could this be a problem in the beginning? I mean, in, you know, in the future, could this be a problem where, you know, maybe Tasha wants to come back and claim her son? And at this point, Mary J. Blige's character, Mo, you know, has a hold over him. So, you know, it becomes a, a battle between the two of them because now Mo feels like Tariq is her son. I don't know. We just got to stay tuned and see. But, you know, with the Tejada family, those are new relationships. Um, and I think the one new relationship that just drove me crazy, like, you know, it was cool that Tariq, you know, bought his homeboy, you know, Brayden, that he had grew up with and, you know, brought him into the operation because, you know, obviously he was trustworthy and, you know, he knew the business. Um, but the thing that grinded my gears something terrible was this girl, Riley. Like, Riley was Cooper Sex's niece. So, you know... You really do got to watch who you keep around you because obviously Riley was not a friend, you know, and I don't think at some points even Brayden was a friend because he was, you know, kind of blinded by this newfound, you know, involvement that he had with Riley. So he really couldn't see her for who she really was and for the threat that she really was to their operation. All in all, I believe that Tariq had a real full circle moment when, um, oh my God, I can't even think of her name, but the girl that he was selling drugs with on the previous seasons, uh, when she came back for that homecoming weekend and she was helping them sell or whatever, her, I think that he had a full circle moment with that girl um, because, you know, she kind of like, you know, stood face to face with him and was just like, well, I've accepted who I am already. It's time for you to accept who you are. And it was really like, I don't know if anybody else catched it, caught it, 
But it was really like the same thing that Tosha had told Ghost. So it was a real full circle moment. And, you know, he had the decision to later like say, okay, do I want to be what quote unquote everybody is telling me to be? And really like go, you know, like my mom told me to handle, um, you know, the stripper. I can't, oh, can't think of her name either, but handle her, you know, for, so that she wouldn't take the stand. Like I could really like go and do this and be like my dad, or I can make the decision to try to make it better and, you know, not have to kill her. Now, where it gets a little messy for me, <laughs> gets a little messy for me because obviously we got these two characters that really didn't have anything to do with anything, like the whole entire season, the two professors. Um, so at the end, I mean, I really don't want to say, you know, Jabari deserved it or nothing, but he was a little nosy for me. Like, sir, you really got wrapped up in thinking that this boy was having an affair with your quote unquote love interest. And, but it wasn't him. And then you just took it overboard. And then you started plagiarizing his work. And then tried to on the back and pay him for it. Like, sir, you just had too much going on. You involved yourself into something that really ain't had nothing to do with you. So, I mean, if that's the way the cookie crumbled, that's the way it crumbled. So, I mean, I guess when it was all said and done, Tariq uh, ended up being what they thought he was going to be. <laughs> so, I guess we just got to stay tuned on that end to really see how, you know, that unfolds. I'm so hyped. Like, I heard that they got renewed for another season. Um, so, I'm definitely hyped to get back into the Power series. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to bring that into the discussion and just kind of, like, really, like, you know, it's easy for us to look at a TV show and really be like, oh, watch it back, watch it back, like, yelling at the screen. But we really can't see the people who pose a threat in our real lives. Now, I will end this discussion with saying that, you know, when you do take those steps, you know, to now create boundaries with those people, to create healthier relationships with those people that may be sucking you dry and kind of just to weed them out, it will be hard. You know, nine times out of 10 for, you know, if a person has, you know, a lot of unhealthy attachments to them, it's because a part of them is not, is you know, very non-confrontational, I feel like. Um, just speaking from, you know, my own perspective, you know, me not being a confrontational person, you know, it's it's very hard or was very hard for me to kind of address situations that made me feel uncomfortable, you know, telling people no or doing the opposite of what I feel like was expected of me because they might get upset. But, you know, honestly, that's a level of maturity and growth, um, that you aspire to. It may not be easy the first time. It may not be easy the second time, but the more that you address those situations head on, it will get easier. I promise you that. Um, so I definitely, you know, hope you all take this discussion and really kind of sit back and uh, reevaluate the connections that you have to you. Are these people, you know, bringing positivity and, you know, abundance into your life or are these people really draining you and you know pulling you every which away and when you look back at the end of the day you have nothing for yourself because everybody just tick 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 so I will leave this with saying you cannot pour from an empty cup so make sure your cup stays full before you try to pour into anybody else so thank you all for listening this week I hope that you enjoyed episode five 
of this podcast discussion. And I will see you two Mondays from now at 8 p.m. for more South.